0: Welcome back to another episode of Kick-Ass Career Conversations. I am Kim.
1: I am the other one. I'm Louise. (laughs) And we have Hollis with us today. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me. Oh, my goodness. We're so excited
0: to have you. you. As always, we're going to dig in with the fun stuff. Well, the whole thing is fun stuff, but we're going to dig in with what we're celebrating this week. What are we celebrating, friends?
1: I am celebrating, now you would think I would be celebrating a new knee because I do have one of those, mm-hmm. um, but today I want to celebrate this uh, this idea, we were kind of talking about it um, before we jumped on, is the idea of um, how we see ourselves sometimes as burdens, uh, and I'm really leaning into uh, not, not seeing myself as one and reaching out and asking for help. I have a great support network uh, all over the place that's been able to support me. uh, And I've been uh, leaning on them, which is quite different than how I've recovered in the past. Um, So I'm celebrating. uh, I guess that is helping or getting help uh, carrying my burden uh, this week Um, and has been really uh, it's been really amazing. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that.
0: So proud of you, too, because I know that that's been.
1: Big, step. It is. It's a story I carry. Right. And I wrote about it um, last week before my surgery around like being feeling different about having a burden and being a burden. Mm. And I do. I have a burden for sure, um, but I'm not a burden. And it's just that little kind of right like little reframe that has really helped me this last week.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Hollis, what are you
2: celebrating?
1: It's just that's a little tweak. That's a huge tweak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Uh,
2: it yeah. Really, it really is. Um, I am celebrating. It may sound silly, but I am celebrating having a meal plan for the week. <laughs> that is huge. Another small that's huge. It really, it really is. So our daughter was away for five weeks. She came back and I'm like, can you please sit down with me and let's just plan the week. And we did. And we had all the food in the house. And it wasn't like, oh, what am I making tonight? Because that I find becomes a huge stress. And um, yeah, kind of knew what was happening. And the kids are like, they, our kids are like 20 and 23. But we have like a chalkboard and I, <laughs> they're like, you're really extra. On the chalkboard, I'm writing menu tonight. This, this, it made me feel really accomplished. So, yeah, I'm celebrating that.
0: Well, and I like you put the menu on the board. So <laughs> it takes me back to the beginning of pandemic times when we were all still just in our own little homes. I had the, I bought to keep us all organized a gigantic whiteboard that lived in our dining room, which was the center of the house and we would do that we would put like the menu and we would make it artistic and pretty and colorful and the schedule for the day with little icons that we would create on it because it it creates that little extra and i know extra has several meanings right now and that extra place of like no this is good this is fun this can be enjoyable
2: yeah yeah, yeah. agreed
0: awesome yeah I Oh, thanks for asking. It's so funny because I literally just, I mean, here's my, here's my shopping list. (laughs) I um, sat down with our daughter just before this and I said, let's make sure that we have it because I don't want to spend tomorrow dealing with this. And so she pulled it all together. She pulled together all of the recipes that she wanted for the week. And then I made the list and I just did, I ordered the stuff online that I'm going to order online and did it took, took care of all of that. So it's huge to be able to like take the time to do it and get that system for yourself. So I'm celebrating that with you. It is. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. My you. celebration this week has been um, getting my nervous system back. <laughs> like, ooh, the last six weeks have left me really janky. I have been um, feeling anxiety like I hadn't felt in many years. And um, it was just a culmination of things. It was no one thing that kind of sent me over the edge or anything, but really spending time intentionally the latter part of last week um, and then all of this week, both with some support, right, support systems that Louise was talking about, as well as myself supporting myself to use the tools that I have to re-regulate myself. And I am in such a different place than I was. Um, yeah, so each day gets better. And so that I'm really celebrating I am celebrating my nervous system being re-regulated. <laughs> it's huge. It is huge. Yeah. 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 I can't imagine I I, I was walking around deregulated like that for years and um, didn't really understand what it meant. And now that I do and and I've had decades of of understanding this. I know how to fix it, how to get back and and it is night and day. It's just fascinating how fast it can change. So, very cool. It, it's
1: all about I it's all about we're talking about like these little energy leaks, right? That mm-hmm. we have. There's like all three of us have found this way to say, "Hey, what's what's how can how can I plug this hole? Here there's I'm not being my best self or I can be something uh, show up a little bit differently or be something a little bit different. Um, and it's this, just finding that leak and finding mm-hmm. a way to, to plug it. I love that.
0: Yeah. Beautiful way to summarize that. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. That's a great visual. I completely see that. Yeah. Very good visual.
0: Totally. Well, Hollis, before we go any further, I think we should probably let people know <laughs> the brilliance of you. So I'm going to, You're welcome. So I'm going to share your bio uh, with the world. So Hollis is known as the creativity doula. I can stop right there because anybody that comes up with the title creativity doula, like you want to have this person in your life. She guides entrepreneurs to birth their stories and get them out into the world. She's a book publisher on a mission to create spaces that give men and women permission to unleash their voices, break through blocks, and confidently share their experiences and perspectives with the world. She is passionate about helping people build confidence to recognize, encourage, and express the innate creativity that are born that they are born with. Creativity goes beyond the pencil and the brush. Creativity is your unique and original exploration, expansion, expression of your imagination
2: it's like anytime you hear a bio about yourself isn't it like it's kind of like are they talking about me yeah yeah like that's a cool person
1: i want to know them i do all that (laughs) really me Hollis where where did this creativity doula where 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 did that come from is that what you always imagined like this kind of the space where you help people pull out the threads of their stories is that is that where you always thought you would be well it's so funny because so to give you the quick version of where
2: the title came from and then the quick backtrack of who I am, what led up to this. So I was working with a client and she, I was help, I'm helping her to publish her children's book. And she said to me, she's like, Hollis, are you ready? You have your doula certification? You ready? You ready to help me birth this baby? And at first I didn't I was like, I took her literally. I'm like, well, we had a doula for our son. (laughs) And And then, um, I was like, Oh, I'm like, Oh my God, that's amazing. And then a friend of mine said, you're a book doula. I said, I'm not a book doula. I'm a creativity doula because that's really the whole encompasses everything. Um, because in my world, you don't have to be a quote unquote writer to be in a book or to have a book. And that doesn't mean make a bunch of bad books. It just means everybody has a story to share and to tell. And there's many ways to do that. So, um, Art teacher, 30 plus years. I left the classroom five years ago. Um, I've taught in many different spaces and places, um, be it traditional, non-traditional, non-traditional being artists and residencies, professional developments, my own businesses to more traditional being public, private and charter schools, predominantly working in underserved communities. But what I've kind of found was I was always since I'm 19 years old and I've been te- I've been in this space of leading a room I've always said, you don't have to know how to draw or paint to be a creative person. And it all kind of culminated. It's interesting how we, you know, we build on ourselves and find more things. And then we're like, oh, it makes sense. It's like when you're lucky enough to kind of be clear Anyway, I think you get clear on what you do. Sometimes it's just sometimes it's a really crooked line. Sometimes it's a more curvy line. Mine has been a very curvy line, but it's all been kind of a mesh leading up to one very clear mission, I feel like.
1: Well, I, like I think our career journeys are rarely a straight line. Like I often see it as a crayon scribble on a piece of paper, uh, right? Like it is the same. It's the same thread. Like we're the same person going through all of these twists and turns. Sometimes we're intentional about it and sometimes we're not. Um, and yeah. we quickly find out when we're not intentional, we end up in a place where we do have to pivot or we do have to turn. Um, yeah. But like how boring to have a, a straight line, right? From A to B, it's like, it, it is all of these curves and twists and wanders and self-actualization and discovery. I think career journeys in themselves can be really uh, creative and they're so unique to each and every person.
2: Agreed. And I think it's just important to realize it's kind of like, oh, when people have the self-awareness, kind of like Kim, what you were kind of alluding to, I kind of heard from your, uh, what you were celebrating is is this is self-awareness. So when you realize that if you've worked in department stores or you had the customer service job where you're working in restaurants and being a hostess or waitress or bus person or whatever, that all of these things lead up to now in this place that I'm at and calling myself a creativity doula and doing book publishing, all of those skills help me on the way to this with customer service, with being patient, with listening to people, with observing situations, with communication skills, all of that, no matter what it looks like, they even if it's a job that you really don't like, it's still helps you in your journey. Oh, absolutely. It it feeds mm-hmm. something,
0: right? Yeah. And and for me, when I started recognizing that I didn't have to understand what the tools were that I was I was gaining, what the skills were, hard skills I was recognizing that I was gaining, but I may not have been recognizing the other skills at that time. The tools that I was able to add to my toolbox and I I had a coach and a mentor um, a couple of years ago asked me, she said, list out all of the things that you can help somebody with. I had pages of stuff mm-hmm. because I had realized I had collected so many different things over all the different iterations of self just through my career, let alone outside of my career, what I had gained. Yeah, And I, and I think we, we lose track of that because we think we're supposed to be creating something more linear yeah. Instead of this, this, you know, octopus scribble that we create.
2: Yes. Yeah. yeah. So
0: I'm curious where you are now, right? With, with what the work that you're doing in the world right now, where are those edges for yourself
2: that you're still crafting your own career? Well, it's interesting because I I kind of really am right in the middle of that now. It's as for me as I'm gaining more clarity on what my purpose is and how I fit into this space. So I didn't know, honestly, I was going to be a publisher. Um, It just for me kind of felt like it presented and it feels like a natural. I've always wanted to craft safe spaces for people to express and to share their stories. So this felt like another natural way to do that. So I'm kind of in a space now where I'm like, okay, I'm all about expanding the definition of creativity and within a book. And now I'm really working on, and I can't go into a lot of detail about it, but I'm creating more interactive books. Hmm. So it's kind of, it's melding. It's becoming more of like, okay, Hollis, who are you? And What are you here to do? And I'm really getting excited because I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Now I know how I can really, like, if I'm going to be in this space, which I want to be in this space, how can I be more of my authentic self in this space? So, um, and just like a ton of new things, like even today, I was dealing with one of my authors that um, I'm helping to upload his book into a new space into a new publishing space where they're print on demand and I said to him from the beginning I said this is my first time doing it in this space so please be patient with me so there is this idea of perfectionism where it's like you know it's embarrassing in a sense it's kind of like oh my god did I mess up like honestly I was a little tense and a little stressed while I was doing it just because I think I was being harder on myself than he was being hard on me you know Mm -hmm. because I want to look like the expert or whatever you want to call it, that I know what I'm doing. But here I was calling this, this place, this publishing space, you know, I think I've called them like 15 times over just to ask some questions because I keep saying, this is my first time working with you. This is what I'm used to, but yours is a little different. So what I'm, it's just re- more self-awareness and realization for myself of it's a learning process and that's Okay.
1: Yeah, and I love those questions too. And we often get stuck in the how. Um, but the question like you were just saying is like, you know, who am I and what do I want to, you know, put out into the world? We often don't know the how, but we skip to the how and think that's the answer. Yeah. And so taking some time to kind of sit in that and get really clear in in what that is, and then who knows what the universe puts in front of you around the how? Uh, right. Or what opportunities, but if we don't know who we are or why we're doing what we're doing or what, what we want to put out into the world, the, the how is never the answer. It's just the final, it's a f- the final bow on the present. Yes.
2: Yeah. And it's funny because as I was sharing, cause one, one of the contributors in one of my books was sharing this idea with me and she's like, Oh, well you probably thought of this. And then I said, no, i didn't think of that and that's brilliant and then i was sharing this idea with another friend it's this whole idea of community and how we kind of work off of each other we can't do this alone so as i was talking to this one person he's like oh well there's this new technology and you could do this this and this and that would be easy i'm like for you (laughs) What are you talking about? I'm like, you've gotten me so excited right now with the possibilities, like I can't sleep and I just, tell me more. So then it's a matter of just like connecting the dots. Then he told me a little bit more and I did some research and then he connected me with somebody who I'm like, would you work on this with me? And she's like, yeah, this actually combines all of my background and talents and I haven't used this before, but I'm excited. I'm like, are you willing to take this journey with me and like play with it? And she's like, yeah, I'm excited. So just like you said, Louise, it's like, I don't know the how it's like, we're figuring it out as we go along. And I'm so friggin' excited. <laughs> I love that. Well, that's what happens when we ditch the how.
0: When we ditch the how we get to feel all the things I was, I've had this conversation so many times recently where it, it is, it, when we ditch the how we allow ourselves to experience abundance, excitement, joy, curiosity, creativity, the splendor and wonder of the world. It's like that all exists when we're not focused on the how.
2: Yeah.
0: What's come to me when I'm listening to the two of you is, is a little bit of a chicken and an egg thing. I want to know in each of your opinions, which comes first, curiosity or creativity?
2: for me to answer first sure <laughs> <laughs> huh it's a good question when i always ask people you know how do you define creativity and to me creativity is life it's in every aspect of everything it's in the words in, in the words that i'm sculpting it's in how i chose to dress if i wear makeup or don't how i accessorize. Um, What am I going to eat? What am I going to, how am I going to organize my day? Like all of that, it's taking something that didn't exist and now it does. Um, So, but I think there's, in just kind of talking this out loud, I mean, there has to be a curiosity with it too. So you have to be curious in order to kind of, you can wake up and you could be like, everything could be the same old, same old. You're in a routine and nothing changes. So you're still creating. I mean, every day you're creating something. But in thinking it out loud, there's kind of like a, a different energy that comes along with it. So I think curiosity is just really, once you get really curious, then it's kind of like, ooh, then things really start to kind of like the floodgates open up. So sort of like when you allow that curiosity, that, that spark of curiosity to exist,
0: then possibility can open and therefore new, potentially new creativity can exist.
2: Because as I'm thinking, it's like kind of like the meal thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, let's say I have spaghetti every, every night for dinner and we have a conversation. What are you having for dinner? Oh, I'm having spaghetti with vegetables and like a primavera sauce. Or if I'm doing something different and I've actually been curious and I'm like, what new can I have for dinner? Then it's kind of like, then we have the conversation and I'm like, I'm making this sandwich that I've never made before. And it's going to have hummus and it's going to have vegetables and it's going to have this and it's going to have that. And then I'm going to have a side salad. And then it's like there's a different energy that's connected to it. And it's them from curiosity. So curiosity uh,
0: leads to creativity, which leads to innovation, or somewhere in there. Because now you've innovated. Yes. Because that that word gets thrown a lot, around a lot too. Yeah. Oh, really nice.
1: Yeah, I see it. Like, I I really think we can't be creative without being curious. Like, we can't create something brand new to ourselves or to the world if we aren't curious about about something, right? Um, I'm curious about, right? What is yellow and green, right? Combined together, like what does, what does that look like? I'm curious, curious about, right? I'm, I'm curious about like, right? Does this sweater go with these pants? I'm curious about, right? What if I did my hair a different way? Like, I think like the, it's the curiosity that is the driver um, for us to be in that creative space. Um, and then if we're lucky, creativity leads to more curiosity. Um, and it leads to, right, our, it, it builds our confidence. It does all of these things because now it builds that energy inside us that now we're excited that all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, I, I put these things together and now, now look, now look what have I done? And now I get to do more, or I get to see things differently. It gives us a different perspective. It gives us different uh, evidence or data too about what we believe to be true. Uh, and so I think that, that it's the question uh, that it's the question mark that, that drives our creativity. Um, and then hopefully it just grows from there.
0: So if somebody is struggling with being curious, curious, because, Louise, I know you and I talk to people all the time, and Hollis, I'm gonna just make an assumption that as people show up in your world, they're like, I don't have a story to tell. And it comes from that lack of curiosity sometimes, right? That that exists for all of us. Yeah. Um, if somebody's struggling with curiosity and then they land on this place, I'm not creative.
2: How do we help them? For me in my world, it's not, it usually stems from someplace. It stems from an experience. So it stems from an experience and it's generally a negative experience. Some They were told somewhere along the line that they weren't good at something. Um, there was some kind of perception of that. They either believe that they're not good at it, but usually it's because the extenuating circumstances around them shut them down in some way. So that's what I've seen in the creative world of actually creating things no matter what it is. So when I'm talking to people in that way, usually it's, especially if I've just gotten to know them, it's not like you're not just going to dive into people's deep, dark secrets, (laughs) but you're just, it's finding out what they like. It's like baby steps of just kind of starting to be a little bit curious of just finding what do you, what do you enjoy? And if they're even not sure about that, it's like, do you like music? Do you like, you know, going for walks? Do you like nature? Do you like food? Do you like having a special drink or something? And it's just starting to engage them, to meet them where they're at and just kind of start to introduce, even maybe just switching up the routine a little bit and introducing a little bit of something new because you can't go from A to Z. If somebody told you, That you are the worst writer ever and you will never amount to anything. But you have this burning desire inside to write something. And you always have felt that you have something in you. But you still have that big story playing of that you suck. You can't just, I can't come in and just erase that belief. There has to be some kind of smaller curiosity in that word, those actions to kind of replace it in my mind.
1: Absolutely. Like, I think it's no different than when I talk to my clients about their careers. And right, like, I have so many people show up at my doorstep that say, like, I don't know what I want to do, right? I'm not doing it, but I don't know what I want. Uh, There's something more for me. Right. It's it's that same energy. And the, it's, it's usually the same kind of stories that we carry that they carry around. Right. like This is what you do. Here's your nine to five job. This is what work means. This is right. These are the things. But it's like, no, there's more for me. There's this isn't the path that I want to be on. I just don't know what else could be out there. And, and it is about being really curious and having people craft their own ideas being creative in their own answers, in their own explorations. Um, it, it's no different. Kim, would you totally agree. Yeah, yeah. I know
0: I know with the um, both those that work for other people as well as the entrepreneurs that I work with it they feel like they show up in this place that's stuck, right? I think all three of us have people will show up when they're stuck. It's like, how do I shake this loose? And when we are, it's the it's the spaghetti, right? That you're talking about. I have spaghetti every day. I don't know. I know there's other options, but yeah. I don't know how to access those other options. Like, how do I even start to access those other options? You just start. Yeah. You just start, and the and that is the the basis of I think Hollis, what you were saying with those questions of just. Just pick. Que- it doesn't matter what the
1: question doesn't matter.
0: matter. Does not matter what the question is. It doesn't matter what the answer is. Just pick one because that starts. Louise, you were talking about energy earlier, right? We were filling our energy holes. We were helping to to kind of put yeah. that energy salve back on ourselves, and it's the same idea, right? It it's just shifting the energy. Yes. By just picking something and moving in a different direction. You know, it, um, brush your teeth with your opposite, with your non-dominant hand. Just doing that shifts your energy.
2: It's what I found for myself is that even like, I have never thought of myself as a person who works out. I don't like it. I just, it, it doesn't make me happy. It doesn't bring me joy. It's something that I've always kind of told myself. I have my family around me, who people are engaged in wanting to exercise. So I've always kind of looked, felt like, oh my God, it's not motivating me, <laughs> but I'm feeling frustrated. So, and it's been a while that I felt this way, but I think I finally got to a point to where a friend reached out to me and said, do you want to come over and just exercise for 30 minutes? And at first I resisted, but then I was actually mentally in a space to be like, I can do 30 minutes. That's something I can do. And if it's something that I do twice a week, I can do that. Mm-hmm. That's not like an everyday thing. We're not doing a boot camp. We're not doing like <laughs> all of that kind of stuff. Like I can do that. And what I've noticed is that since I've even changed up that one little routine, I feel better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like well, I it's, the same, feel better.
0: it's the same thing with creativity, right? That that we were talking about. When people don't feel creative just try, just try. I know that I I do own the capital A artist moniker in my life. I have I I've taken ownership of that. I'm like I am an artist. Now I haven't partaken in actual creation of art since we moved to Montreal. Not really. I did I did a couple of days, but I haven't had the ongoing practice of creating art. And yet I still own it for myself because that was a really big thing for me to be able to say, I am a creatrix. I do do these things in the world. And for me, while I recognize that I also am creative as a a cook, right? I love to cook. So in, in the kitchen, I'm creative in terms of design, in how I wear my clothes and hair, like I know all of that. That wasn't enough to feed my soul. But when I started to own, because art to me, visual art, theatrical art, um, performance art has always been a part of who I am in my blood. And yet I didn't own that for much of my life. And once I took a hold of that, because I said, I do create, it allowed me to create, if that makes sense. So sometimes it's not even the physical act of doing something. Setting aside 30 minutes to exercise is phenomenal. And for me, setting aside 30 minutes for art felt felt really heavy right now since we've moved up here. And yet I'm not giving up that, that, that part of me that's still inside of me, who I am.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just really important for people to understand and own that it just comes in so many different forms. And I love that you just said is that just because I'm not doing it right now doesn't mean that I'm not. creative person and in your and to you that's what that represents what i really love talking to people about and is is saying like in the niceties of what you do and when i'd say you know our teacher you know there's usually a visceral reaction people usually put their hands up or say i can't draw a straight line or i don't know how to draw or paint those are generally the responses that happen and then i say I, don't, I went to art school. I don't know how to draw paint. And they're like, What? <laughs> I'm like, I studied ceramics. Like, that's so my, I'm much more three dimensional in the way as far as the visual arts go. As I've gotten older, I've kind of had an idea more so and then find the medium that'll work for it. And then I figure it out. It's not as linear. But um, then when I say, Well, what do you do? And they're like, Well, I'm in business. I'm like, Oh my God. Do you realize that you sculpt words? Do you realize that you take ideas and bring them to life? Do you realize that you're a problem solver? Do you realize that you're a good listener? If you're a good salesperson, you're a really good listener. You can look at people. You can read body language. You you, you know how to kind of do the dance. And that's creative. And then when people say, oh, I've never actually thought of it that way. Then there's like literally you see people stand straighter. And then you see people feel more connected to self where then they can feel more connected to others. Like it's really not that complicated, but, but it feels complicated when you're all your emotions and everything these, when we're more here than we are here, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: we're stuck in our head and we're not really coming from our heart. And I don't mean to say that to be all like hippy dippy kind of thing, but it's kind of like, it really is from your heart center when you're more here because the brain, we could talk ourselves into and out of a lot of things.
1: We make ourselves a little nuts.
0: Oh, m- more than a little.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think, you know, as, as we see technology advance and, and all of these things that are going on in the world of work right now, creativity is such a hot commodity. Creativity and curiosity are gonna surpass like anything. If you can think outside the box, um, right? You're, you're golden. You're going to be not just um, elevating yourself, but you're going to be helping and creating solutions that nobody else could do. Uh, it's your unique gift and, and creativity. Like you said, Hollis, like we, we just, we just think it belongs like on paper or right, like on a wall. And that's just not true. Yeah. 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 The, the,
0: with the technologies that are out there there's, there's a lot of people that are ter- who don't even consider themselves creative at this point who are terrified that all creativity is just going to be done through technology and well creativity create the art of creating will shift yeah. over time i'm just checking on louise <laughs> okay good well well, the skills of creation will change and adapt as they have over millennia already um, the heart part that you were talking about Hollis, the emotional component of it comes from being a human being. So that aspect of creativity will not become part of technology right right That part is, is what comes from us and that well we maybe challenged to analyze something as quickly, and seriously, my dog is like creating an earthquake over here, Um, (laughs) uh, as quickly or as completely as a computer, right? It's hard for us to keep up with computers in terms of how fast we can analyze things. We still need our own human decision process, our creative process to be able to say, is this what we want to come forward with or not? So thank you for the data. We're going to make the final decision. Yeah. Because we're creative. That's who we are. That's 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 the cool thing about humans. And I love Hollis, what you said before is we are always creating. Everything we do is creating.
2: Yeah. Thank you. I think it was, I forget, I think it was Jensen Cyril in her badass series. It's just saying we every day is a blank canvas and you get to paint it. If you want to see it visually that way, you get to paint the canvas every day of what that's going to look like. And what I actually wanted to respond to also the difference between technology and people, I think that, and it's something I'm learning to embrace more is the power of the pause. Because that's something we as humans can do is pause in conversation. There can be a weirdness in the pause. People need to fill it cause it gets a little uncomfortable. It's like, well, who's going to talk next? And did they hear me? Did they, did they not like me? <laughs> did, they not, did they think it was stupid what I just said or whatever it is like the power, but that's that human element of like, it's, it's like a processing thing. And we also have a choice on, as we're creating, if we're going to pause something or move forward, like not everything has to be taken to the nth degree. Some things are Good to where they've gone, and then it can just that's as far as it needs to be birthed.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely. It is this has been an incredible conversation, and what I, what I love about it is these, this idea that as human beings, right, the creative nature of human beings exists in, in all we do. By simply waking up and doing what we do every day, we continue to be creative beings, and that creativity is not about how many books you've written or how much art you've you've created that is on somebody's walls, or you know, being a celebrity uh, known for all of that that you're producing in the world. Creativity shows up in all of the elements of humanity.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Everybody, (laughs) you are a creative being. Own it. Love it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, The golden nugget I have from today is uh, just that reminder, Hollis, uh, that you said around like, like, let's get out of our heads and into our hearts. Right. And, And when we can get into our bodies, we can get into into that place. That's where that curiosity creativity all the juicy goodness um that's where it really that's where it comes from um and we can logic ourselves into a corner if we don't pause and take a moment to say like where where is this really coming from Mm. um and then we get to bring that birth that creativity forward in in whatever space we so desire
2: Mm. I love that. Logic ourselves into a corner. <laughs> we can for sure. <laughs> done that once or twice. <laughs> never, never. No, done you've it. never done that. No. <laughs> <laughs> the other day I came upstairs and like the family was there the two kids and my husband and I said, hmm, I was just overanalyzing something and they're like, that's very unusual. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wow, it's <laughs> <laughs> awesome, Alice. What's your takeaway from our conversation today?
2: So much. Um, I just really appreciated that question about which comes first, curiosity or creativity. I think that's a whole podcast just in unto itself for talk about for hours. Um, so I think that's a really uh, that's just going to kind of have me thinking for the rest of the day. You're welcome. So yeah, <laughs> thank you. Just the conversation. Thank you for providing the space and oh, absolutely. yeah,
0: absolutely, our pleasure. So yeah, I I think for me, my takeaway is just a little. It was like a passing comment you made about looking like the expert. Right? You were talking about uploading um, this book today, and and how much that idea of looking like an expert prevents us from leaning into our true creativity.
2: Mm. Yeah. Right. Thank you. It does so. That that's
0: my takeaway is just reminding myself, reminding others, we don't have to do that. We don't. We don't have to be the expert. We can constantly be learning, and it's okay. Well, it's
2: good. Well, we're gonna make mistakes. It's like everybody here gonna screw up, you're, if you want to call it that, like whatever you want to call it, like it's not gonna always go the way we think it's gonna go, right. and um, it's just a matter of saying. At times it's a matter of saying, sorry, or, or just, or I'm learning or, okay, that didn't work. And just kind of laughing about it and then moving on. Like none of us are perfect. This whole perfectionism thing has just got to like get rid of it.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's a whole nother thing as well. I just, I, I just think about the number of times that I've been having these conversations um, with our daughter, she's 13, um, about the reports coming out from the Surgeon General in the United States about right, not allowing teenagers or limiting the amount of time that teenagers are on social media because of mental health issues. I've been really honest with her and saying, you know, this is the information that's coming out. I'm a little less concerned based on I know what you're viewing on social media. And it led to this conversation of how many you know, pictures does it take to get the right thing and and we're leading with our most authentic selves on social media, or we're being told to lead with our most authentic selves, and yet what shows up is this like very curated version of ourselves mm-hmm. and how dangerous that is for all of us. And so allowing ourselves to be in that place where we're not an expert, we're not perfect, and we're just going to experiment, and we have a really cool place that we can do that both in social media and in the privacy of our own homes.
2: Is it's all the conversations. It, it is. And as kids, this is a whole separate thing which I've kind of created, and that's gonna be coming out next year. <laughs> um, about parenting and there is no manual. And as the kids through all the stages kind of we go through and we kind of are learning about and so much is based off of communication. I mean, I just find and my daughter reminds me all the time, she's a 20-year-old, she's like more you say no, the more I'm going to want to do it. <laughs> so, so what are you going to do? I'm just kind of like, oh, my God, can you not talk to me that way? And and yeah, you're kind of right. It's true. Anytime somebody says no, 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 then you just want to do it more. But um, just watching them, watching the kids go through their creative journey and their journey of who they are as people and who they're growing into and how where they are and how they make mistakes and how they rebound from them. And it's just, it's, it's just interesting when you get the privilege of watching all of that. Yeah.
0: Well, and with our generation, with our kids, right, they're getting, um, and this is not to say anything about bad about our parents, it's just our generation is more self-actualized, right? At a, At a younger age, we became more self-actualized. So our children therefore had that growing up. So they handle mistakes in a much different way than we did, sometimes it, it causes more perfectionism, sometimes it causes less. Anyway, whole nother conversation. Hollis, <laughs> what are you doing in the world right now that you wanna make sure that people know about and where can people find you?
2: Thank you, thank you. So appreciated the conversation and everything. Um, So I have two multi-author books that I am gathering for at this time. One, we're coming really close to the end. Um. Shout it from the rooftops, powerful stories that transform lives. Just have one more spot open for 500 words. If anybody wants to kind of dip their toe in there and just kind of all they have to do is write and editing, formatting, cover design, all that's taken care of. And the other one is called I love you because I love me because. And this is more of an expansion. We're expanding what the word love means. And we're also kind of expanding the idea of a book. It's photography, video and or writing. So it's an interactive book. So that is going to be launching in December. So anybody who's interested in that, you can just go to my website, iamcreativephilly.com, and reach out. And there is under Express Yourself Publishing, there is all the information on the offers. And there we
1: go. Love it. So Love it. So cool. Louise, do
2: you know what we have coming
0: up next?
1: I do uh surprisingly we have phoebe coming up next um it's going to be a great conversation all around uh from from this entitled to empowered and what that means in our lives and and how do we transition into a place that we're uh behind the wheel uh driving our own car for a change it has
0: been um, a really interesting... Like So last week we had Shannon on. Shannon and Hollis, actually, we found out, know each other. And I know that Hollis and Phoebe know each other, but I had no idea that they were going to be back-to-back when they <laughs> scheduled their times. So this is... It's super... I'm like, look at all these little synergies. <laughs> Everybody
2: has to tune in for Phoebe. She's amazing.
0: She is amazing. She yeah. is amazing. And so are you, Hollis. We are so grateful that you um, spent some time with us today to share your brilliance and to birth something into the world with us.
1: Thank
2: you, ladies.
0: Thanks, there's Hollis. There's we you. appreciate
1: you so much. Okay. Take care, everyone. See you later. Bye for now.